92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I'm not going to get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say you Everybody, happy Tuesday. Let's see. So, today on the radio show, we got Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock, and then uh, Charles Fishman join us. I'm Anna Washington. As you see, it's Fish on Friday. On Tuesday, uh, we'll talk to him about this and that, the way we do. This is a day, by the way, that... Uh, you may have to bear with us a little bit because um, Jeffrey, I walked in to the studio and I looked over and across the glass, I, I, this, I, I just looked over there and I said, the lights are on, nobody's whoa. home. How, how, was, how was last mm-hmm. night? And it feels like it, the, the tsunami hit, the tsunami came ashore. Yeah, last night we've been pretty fortunate so far. I guess I should say I've been pretty fortunate uh-huh. so far. Uh, last night was the first truly awful night. Like, if pray for my wife. Yeah. Like, I, one of the really frustrating things is when they just will cry and cry and cry. And that was uh, and that, that was the that was the first plot point last night. And cry. I distinctly remember this is back when I lived uh, off of Ottoman Park. I used to live near Ottoman Park on Oaks Edge. Was the first street that I lived on when I moved to Memphis. And we, I would. I didn't like walking. I didn't like walking, pacing. No, in in the house, right? Like it, the, the, you 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 do thirty steps and then you've done the whole house, right? Sure. And so I used to get the kid and the baby Bjorn and just head out at night. And so there's a there was a circle over there. Yeah. Like, edges, a cir- like a walking. I honestly like- wonder if I'd feel comfortable doing. Sadly, comfortable doing that now. I mean, I'm a dude, and it was. A, I mean, a you want to know the neighborhood? And, honestly, my first thought when you said that, yeah. I would be fine doing that. Right? No, you wouldn't. She wouldn't. Correct. No, no. And and honestly, Julia never did either. Yeah. So, but well, I'm saying like, if I were if if I announced that that was the plan, oh, you would. I would. Be, I would, would get overruled very quickly. You could not go at one in the morning. Correct. Walking I would out be, for a walk. Yeah. Correct. So that would have to be a situation where she would have to not find out. Yeah. I did it routinely. I just would go out and walk. I said, "All right, here we go. Like one in the morning. Let's go." 
but anyway, so Jeffrey's dazed, and then I got no notes. I, this never happens, by the way, at a professional ESPN outfit. You don't ever see someone show up and say, you know what, I just forgot my notes today. But I was taking the dogs in to get groomed, and uh, I don't do this very often because dog grooming is expensive. It's really expensive. And then it turns out I was talking to the groomer today who's fantastic, by the way. She's right across from Dogs Rule on Central. And she's booked up for the year. Oh, yes. Like dog es- especially groomers. Especially if you find a good one, it's like a carpenter. Literally, she's booked up for the rest of Correct. the year. If you find one that's good, you basically will call and say like, hey, when can I get an appointment? What is wrong with How Americans? How about sometime in like, March of 2024? Are we like bad at is, does no one good at anything anymore? Like we, we don't, you're right. Carpenters, good luck trying to find a freaking carpenter, right? Especially yes, a good one. Um, therapists, like sure. good luck trying to get in to see a psychiatrist or a therapist. Dog grooming. Here's the point. I'm I'm picking a whole lot of different kind of careers and things, and it feels like everyone who's good at work. I don't know where did everybody go. I think it's the death of specialization. Correct. Is it is it that or is it people have just is this related to the great resignation of way back when or is it uh, you know whatever the big shortage of veterinarians you good good luck getting into a veterinarian uh, these days can't do it um, yeah I don't know because I feel like the fields that we're talking about are fields that weren't hit as hard with the the great resignation if you will it's not like. Well, but we all know it's hard to get people then to work at a restaurant. Yes. Like, like, all like, the restaurants are understaffed. For sure. Or, or are they still? They certainly have been. Hotels are still. Anyway, this is not, it's not my, uh, I have no excuse. Well, I can tell you this. Hospitals are understaffed. Hospitals are, uh, hospitals are wildly <laughs> can't, understaffed. Can't confirm. Good luck going to an ER, baby. Yeah. Like, if you go to an ER uh, these days, you'll, <laughs> my brother's wife, <clears throat> went to an ER over the weekend in Baltimore. Also known as your sister-in-law. Thank you. My sister-in-law, thank you, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Don't don't report. Don't send this to her. Uh-huh. Uh, and and he, this guy's head of uh, echo. Uh, what's it called? Uh, something physiology. So you, uh, the cardiologist, listen, know what I'm talking about head of basically arrhythmia and whatever. Johns Hopkins. He's a he's a he's a big dude, cardiologist, and he was away. And he called and said, "Give her the VIP treatment at the ER." She waited when he finally got there. She'd already waited for three hours. No one had whatever. You know, like good good luck going to the ER, going like like, the, it feels like no one works, and I'm let's be, but this is not this electrophysiology is, I, laboratory exactly. and arrhythmia. He's, he's head of electrophysiology. Thank you, that's the word, <sighs> which is pacemakers and 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 uh, and ablations and all that crap that happens to your heart. Uh, I can meet him on YouTube. Can you meet him on YouTube? No, on his profile page, there's like a YouTube Meet Our Experts, Dr. Hugh Hawkins. Um, anyway, because of this, I was so obsessed with getting the dogs to the groomer and getting here on time that I left all my notes. So you have nothing in your head, and I have nothing on my paper, and we're just going to do Correct. The, we're just going to do the in best. In fairness, you can make the argument. We're going to do the best I'm we at can. least normal, because right, there's right, usually right, nothing right, in my exactly. head. Exactly. I normally come in with a legal, yellow legal yes. pad. Yes. And uh, do not have my yellow legal pad. We will forge ahead as best we can. We do have a lot to get to. Again, Chris Harrington joins us straight up 10 o'clock fish on Friday uh, after that. Uh, Before anything, I thought I'd just talk a little bit about uh, 
in the last three days, I'm not used to working as hard anymore. The last two days, I've written three columns, one which was about um, the University of Memphis and the Grizzlies and everything we talked about yesterday, which we will get to. It's been talked about a lot. We can talk about it some more. Uh, and we can even take your calls on it if you, if you wish at some point. Not right now. Don't call right now. Um, but I've written two other columns um, as well. And it's because um, this is the week, the anniversary. There's no good word for terrible anniversaries. You know, like anniversary suggests joy, right? It's yeah. like, it's our anniversary. It's celebration. It, it, think, definitely, it, definitely, <clears throat> it definitely like implies celebration. There's no word for the anniversary of 9-11. Correct. It's anniversary of 9-11. I guess, is remembrance the right word? It's, it's, this is the remembrance. This is the year remembrance. I don't. You could have a remembrance in honor of the anniversary as part of the anniversary. But no, I think it's the anniversary. This is the anniversary of Liza Fletcher's abduction and murder. Um, and so it's an awful, it's an awful week, certainly for that family. Um, and it feels like, it feels like that was almost the start of just this awful year. Doesn't it a little bit like I don't think there was no crime in Memphis last July or June or whatever, but it feels like when that happened, it it started just this awful year. Um, and of course, it didn't. There was there were. I, I kind of viewed it a little differently. There were and lots you, of awful things that had happened before then. Uh, I viewed it as in it Whitehaven, was, a minister was shot in yeah. our driveway. Like, um, but then, then last year we had obviously the, the two sort of bookend events, tragedies, searing tragedies were Eliza and Terry Nichols. And one is incomprehensible. They were both so public, both so devastating and then just the crime that the everyday crime. What we had, like I said, we had more on South shootings on South Main. It's just been a really difficult, hard year. It feels like for the city. Um, and so here we are, and it's choose nine oh one day too, Jeffrey. Like it's nine oh one day. Friday is nine oh one day. It's nine oh one, which is something we did not celebrate when I first got to Memphis, or did not feel like a thing. And then it became a big thing. 901 day became a big thing and choose 901 became a big thing and there was all this boosterism um, there's pretty much a direct relationship between that and like the rise of social media because that was not a thing I even think, like right. when i was in high school uh, yeah. like i don't even remember no, until like after college I, I think it, it i think you're right it could very well be connected to social media so anyway so all of this was happening and so um uh in my i guess new role writing about things other than sports I reached out to two people or talked to two people or really they reached out to me um, and um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about both those. One is is uh, Charlie Hayden. Charlie Hayden is a woman. She's a realtor in town. She grew up in Atlanta and she is the organizer of the event, um, which is Finish Liza's Run. And last year, um, last year it came together just out of the grief and shock 
a woman named Danielle Heineman, <clears throat> just on her own said, I feel the need to finish Liza's run. Liza had been, uh, had been abducted on a run at the wee hours of the morning. And, and so it was just originally going to be Danielle and some runners and, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Then we had that ridiculous mass shooting in the midst of that week, Jeffrey, which is hard to fathom that that happened a year ago as well. Um, and then there's a question of how many people are even going to show up for this thing. Cause it's, and, and I, you go there and there are thousands, thousands of people who showed up, some running, some walking, nearly all of them crying, some holding candles, some just watching, some bearing witness, praying. It was just an extraordinary, extraordinary event. And then it became more extraordinary because all across the country and all across the world, other people did the same thing. And so you had people finishing Liza's run in Chattanooga and in Birmingham and in San Jose and in Chicago and in Paris and in London and in Beijing and in New Zealand. Like it was incredible, the outpouring. I think born of a feeling of we have to do something and what can one do? Anyway, um, they're doing it again this Friday. And I would urge you, and one reason I want to talk about it is you can sign up. The, uh, the story that I wrote at the Daily Memphian yesterday uh, is not subscriber only. You may have to put it in an email. But honestly, if you just put in Finish Liza's Run, um, you, it, you'll, you'll be taken, I'm sure, to the site, <clears throat> the run. With, and there's also a Facebook page about it. And you can sign up. Um, there's no cost. It's just for purposes of insurance and everything else. They would prefer it if people who show up are planning to show up, um, register this year. Again, no cost. It's not a race with a, with bibs or anything like that. It's a, it's a run, not a race and meeting at central and Belvedere at four twenty Friday morning on nine Oh one day. I did ask Charlie, who's absolutely, by the way, the kind of Memphian you hope transplants will be in that she moves here from Atlanta and then wraps her arms around the place and does what she can to make it better. You know, it just she sort of became the organizer. It was Daniel Heineman's inspiration. And then last year, Charlie became the organizer and, um, and all the permits and the work with the police and water stops and everything else. And she's doing it again this year. And I asked her, um, there's a part of me that thinks, well, okay, well, we had the run last year and this is the, like, well, what good did it do? Like, I'm, 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 well, it's futil it feels like futility. We had this run. To what end? And I asked her if she ever thinks about that. And she said, do I think about that? I think about it every day. I'm reading from the piece. I'm not any more encouraged about my personal safety than I was the morning after that run, especially after the year that we've had. But I choose to live by the credo of leaving things better than I found them. And this is a part of that for me. As someone who lives here and lives in fear a lot of the time, 
It's my choice and it's my responsibility to finish Liza's run and to do it scared if necessary. She went on to say, uh, as I said the morning of the run last year before we set out, Liza needs this, Memphis needs this, and the world needs this. All of that is still true. I think after the year Memphis has had, we need it more than ever. In a perfect world, we would have a Memphis where we didn't have to run scared. But I don't think that day is here yet, and I don't think we get there if we quit. So uh, that run, again, is Friday on 901 Day. It just so happens they're going to try to do it. Eliza was taken the Friday before Labor Day last year. It was September 2nd last year. But they're going to have the run on Friday before Labor Day. Every year is the plan. And this year it just so happened in a whatever uh, it worked out that way, symmetry, whatever you want to call it, fate, that it's 901 day. And uh, I'm going to be there uh, at 420 um, Friday morning. And if you have any interest in um, supporting that enterprise, uh, you can sign up uh, and, and be there as well. So that's the first person I talked to. Separately, I talked to Richie Fletcher, Liza's husband. And I will tell you this. He reached out to me. It would never occur to me. That, I think reporters have this idea that, uh, I mean, people have this idea about reporters that we go banging on people's doors who don't want to talk to us. And, and that is part of the job sometimes. But grieving people, I've never particularly Not felt, on this story. Not even, I don't feel, I've never felt the need to bother. Um, and, but Richie reached out to me. It turns out we knew each other a little bit from way back when. Um, or he served coffee to me at Republic Coffee. <laughs> he, he was a guy who served coffee, and I was the guy who drank coffee at Republic Coffee. And he got in touch because he just wanted to talk about Liza. Not about how she died, but about who she was. And in this week of, of you know, of thinking about that horrible week that was, um, he wanted to just remind people about who she was. And so he told me the story of how they met, which is kind of funny. Um, and, uh, like, he just lights, like, people love that, by the way. The, the how they met story is, most people have a good how they met story. I guess a lot of times it's online now, but even then, you've got a first date, you've got a, um, but he's got a good how, how they met story. One of the highlights is they were each at the high tone on a Wednesday night and they knew someone, honestly, Richie had served coffee to this one person and that one person knew Liza and they both happened to be at the high tone on a Wednesday night when neither of them would be at the high tone on a Wednesday night. Typically, they're just not the type to be like that, to be at the high tone on a Wednesday night. And, um, and they talked and Richie was like, this is pretty good. This is going pretty well. And he, he said he volunteered to walk her to her car and got most of the way to the car and said, nice to meet you. And upon, after he said that, she, she turned and she sprinted to her car. Like, didn't say nice to meet you and walk to her car. She turned and sprinted, headlong sprint to her car. And he's like, well, that's not a good sign, right? The rest of the way to her car. He's she like, is a hell of an athlete. But that, Evidently, like they always did that. Like she and her friends always did that, and she was a hell of an athlete. Like at, he he told me stories. I didn't put them in the in the in the uh, column. 
there's a race called the Sillamore, which is this race through the woods and over the streams and creeks and up mountains and everything. Sounds in, like a nursery rhyme. In Arkansas. And, uh, and she won that back-to-back. There was one year she fell in the creek up to her shoulders to start the race, and she kept running. And um, she's a hell of an athlete. Anyway, he met her again later, and, uh, and, and he went into some things that I found really difficult, uh, that he found difficult to talk about, including the night before she was taken, and then including when Richie was taken down to the police department and grilled. Because there was a long time when, you know, sure. the husband, he, he did suspect, it, right? Yeah. You know? Or I don't know, but he was a And certainly interest. on social media, <clears throat> it was out of control. And he said he just had to tell himself that it's statistics telling me that's why I'm here. Yeah. But can you imagine? That doesn't make it, that doesn't change they were, like that, yeah. She hadn't been found yet. Yeah. And he wanted to be out looking for her. And he said what really got him at one point was when they said, hey, you know, this doesn't just happen. Come on, man. Like, this doesn't just happen. He's like, are you kidding me? This is Memphis. This does just happen. Look at the kid at Rhodes. Look at the guy who's leaving the St. Jude fundraiser on East Parkway. Look at, um, yeah, this this can happen. This does happen. Um, but most of all, he just talked about Liza. And among other things he said was, because of all the BS that happened last year, is the way he put it, and just everything, the grief, the shock, the that if Liza had died of a heart attack, you would have had, people would have gathered and told stories and, you know, it would have been sad, but everyone would have been together and would have been able to like privately grieve together and, and he's like, we never really, like, had that. And he wanted his kids to know what kind of person she was. And um, I don't know if you um, – I was just – first of all, I like him. Like, he's a, he's a really sweet guy. And, um, and then your heart goes out to him uh, because he's got two kids who are six and seven now, and he's raising them without a mom. And, and this week – they are, uh, they are in the midst of all of this. So um, I don't know what you or me or what any of us can do. <clears throat> uh, he wants something to change. We all want something to change. Um, and we need lots of things to change. There will be more. Uh, we will mark Tyree Nichols' anniversary as well uh, when that comes because that's a hell of a How it's the searing another searing tragedy, but uh, again, I wanted to, I wanted to call attention to it because that run last Friday was one of the more emotional things that I've covered in my time in Memphis and last year. Uh, yeah, run last year and it, and 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 it's happening again on Friday. We'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the world of sports. We'll talk a little bit about uh, this uh, this Memphis Grizzlies all that the stadium stuff and um and more so we'll do that when we return it is jeff gawkins show 92.9 fm espn hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's football station. This is Bob Kessling of the Ball Network. Be here each Saturday for all the exciting action of Tennessee football. 92.9 FM ESPN. Tennessee opens the season Saturday, taking on Virginia from Nashville's Nissan Stadium. Coverage starts at 9 with the kickoff set for 11 a.m. This is Coach Josh Heupel. Follow the balls all season long here on your home for Tennessee football. 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. The Gossip Mitsubishi summer sales event is still going strong at Gossip Mitsubishi on the pipe. Whatever vehicle needs you may be wishing for, we've got you covered at Gossip Mitsubishi. 41 MPG Highway that can turn on a dime. That's 2023 Mitsubishi Mirage G4. 17395 or 249 a month. 2024 Eclipse Cross combines luxurious styling with cutting-edge technology, generous cargo room, and versatility. $29.1 or $3.99 a month. And the powerful and fun-to-drive 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. $29.580 or $4.99 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop 24-7 at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motor all 500 military rebate, G4, PH0068, 39, MSRP, 17895, Cross, RZ, 06688, MSRP, 2950, Outlander, PZO, 5989, MSRP, 30,080, includes all rebates and incidents, PF695, excludes tax title and license, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through end of the month with approved credit, dealer stock only. Tired of hearing scary radio ads about the IRS? Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 or 500000 we have a solution. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS with zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with a BBB. End your tax nightmare today by visiting TRA.com or call 800-583-6681. That's 800-583-6681. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Did you know that Infinity has some of the best designed luxury vehicles on the market? And you'll find incredible performance and amazing savings this month at Infinity of Memphis. Enjoy 1000 off any new Infinity internet price, plus 2.9% APR for 36 months and 5.9% APR for 60 months on select vehicles. If you're ready to conquer your life and style, Infinity of Memphis will match you with the perfect vehicle of your dreams. From classics to daring sedans, crossovers and full size 
full-size SUVs that will make your heart race. Come by and explore our new Infiniti lineup plus 1,000 off for a limited time and 2.9% for 36 months. And you'll be glad you did. Infinity of Memphis, conveniently located on Germantown Road, just north of I-40. Infinity of Memphis, 3060 North Germantown Road, or shop online at infinityofmemphis.com. APR financing for well-qualified buyers. Not all buyers will qualify. Contact the retailer for complete details. Offer valid through 831 AT&T and Verizon lure you in with their best phone offers, only to lock you into a three-year phone contract. Three years! Missing out on the latest, greatest phones because you're trapped by your carrier. Not at T-Mobile. Break free from three-year phone contracts with our best Go 5G plans and say goodbye to being stuck with an outdated phone. Now, with T-Mobile's best Go 5G plans, upgrade when you want Every year or every two, you decide. At T-Mobile, you have more choice than ever to take charge of your upgrade. All on America's largest 5G network. Visit T-Mobile.com now to take charge of your phone upgrades. One-year upgrade on Go 5G Next requires financing new qualifying device and upgrading in good condition after six-plus months with 50% paid off. Upgrade ends financing and any promo credits. CTMobile.com. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. You're all set with your new Navian water heater. I can't wait to take a shower without running out of hot water. I'm just going to love my Navian tankless water heater. I just want to say thank Oh, no need to say that, ma'am. You'll always love Navian's high efficiency that will save you money on gas bills compared to other water heaters. I love how I have more space with its wall-hanging design. Please let me say thank Nope. Sorry, miss. I know you appreciate it, but I can't let you say it. Why not? Because with Navian, it's a tankless job. How long have you been waiting to use that? You'd be surprised. Find a Navian installer near you at TanklessMadeSimple.com. This is Matt Spiegel of 670 The Score in Chicago, and my podcast, The PBP, Voices of Baseball, is all about the art and craft of play-by-play. Catch up on episodes with Joe Davis, Joe Buck, and many more. Then something crazy happened along the way. I did a weekend of Cubs Cardinals on the radio. So now conversations are enriched with feedback and advice from Jason Benetti, Boog Shambi, and others to come. The PBP, Voices of baseball, I bring you the people who bring you the game. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This summer, there are a lot of bad decisions you can make. Ah, sunblocks for wimps. <laughs> More lighter fluid. Hey, we're out of ice. You get it. You're okay to drive. But the bad decision to drive drunk could land you behind bars. And I'm not paying your fines. <laughs> Don't let one bad decision define you. Never drive impaired. Lose it and lose it. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Hey, Tennessee, when you bet on Zen Sports, the new sports book in town, you get the best reward possible. Cold, hard cash. You bet with your own money. So why accept anything less from your rewards program? With Zen Sports, you earn cash on your bets, cash on your referrals bets, and a welcome bonus in, you guessed it, cash. So stop settling for Vegas rewards when we're in Tennessee. Cash in your old sports book for Zen Sports. Your wallet will thank you later. Zen Sports. Betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. 
must be 21 and up and in Tennessee to bet. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance, 867-SAVE, 867-7283, on the web, rookinsurance.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers bet five bucks, get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. That's right, new customers get five dollars, bet five dollars, get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. That's cool. I don't know what the over-under for win total, win total is for the Cardinals, Jeffrey, but I'm thinking under might work there. You know what it is? It, it might have dropped again yesterday. It might yesterday. have dropped again yesterday. We'll get to that. Uh, now is the best time to join FanDuel because... All customers who bet $5 get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. That's right. New customers bet 5 get 200 bonus bets. All customers bet 5 get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. This legal part is going to be a little longer than usual because of the YouTube stuff. Four and a half, by the way. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See, for term, see terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem called Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. My birthday. No refunds. Terms and embargoes only. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. Not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base. Plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and a current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription or news cancel any time. All right, we uh, get a little. I'm getting a little. I feel like I've talked about it enough. But uh, in terms of the uh, the uh, stadium, the Grizzlies, all of that stuff. First of all, let's just say for the record, it is the official position of the Jeff Calkins show that we hope everybody's happy at the end. Yes, yes, that is, we would like for everyone to get everything that they want. Okay, that is the official, and is it the official position that we want the Grizzlies to get a new gleaming remade building and a new 30-year lease that keeps them here flourishing for another three decades? That is the official stance of the show. Okay, and is it the official stance of the show that we would like the University of Memphis to have a remade Liberty Bowl that is so spectacular it vaults them into something resembling a Power 5 conference? If that is indeed what they want, Jeff. We want that yes. too. And is it, is it, is it, and it doesn't make sense for everybody that this does be done as quickly as possible. Yes. And, we, and do we hope, do we hate to see the kids fight? Yes, we do. I think this all, is not all, all that is true. And, uh, and we got lots of money here and it's just a matter of dividing it up. So, I really like it. It was one of the things I didn't like about. I wrote a column about this yesterday. You can read that too. It's up at the Daily Memphian. Is I really don't pit 
people like I don't no one no one wants to be pitted against the other. Grizzlies don't want to be against the Tigers. Tigers don't want to be pitted against the Grizzlies. I don't want to be picking one side or the other side. Truth of the matter is, like I've been pounding the table. Um, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who said America was racist for not putting Memphis in a Power Five conference. Like I'm firmly on the side of the University of Memphis in uh, in in all things or most things, and firmly on the side of the Grizzlies in all things or most things. But sadly, the way it is structured here, there is one pot of money. Every dollar that goes to the Grizzlies doesn't go to the Tigers. Every dollar that goes to the Tigers doesn't go to the Grizzlies. It's just reality. And you're sure about that. And so, well, that is true. That doesn't mean there can't be more dollars mm-hmm. that could go to one or the other. But th- of those $350 million, that is certainly true. It's also certainly true that this is the first time and the only time that something like this has happened, where they've just given $350 million. $350 million. Cash. So this idea that there's going to be, yeah. So... What I, I there are some things that I think people don't understand about this, and I, I was listening to another show today, and and in this other show, they were saying, well, the problem is the Grizzlies just haven't given them the number, and once they give them the number and they know what they're doing, then they'll they'll of course they'll give the you know what they want, and then they'll see what how much is left over for the Tigers, and that's just not what's happening here. A, the Grizzlies, it may have taken too long. You, you complain about how long it took them, and I know there's been a lot of complaints about how long it took them. But the Grizzlies have certainly given them a number. What's happening here is as follows. We all would think, and I think people are having a hard time getting their mind around this because it seems almost inconceivable. Because what we assumed when you the money is given, whatever else. What I think everybody assumed was, well, hold on here. What's going to happen is the Grizzlies are the most important team in town. They're not the most important institution in town. I think the University of Memphis is more important as an institution than the Grizzlies. It's my opinion. I think I don't. it's an engine for all kinds of things. I, uh, and But but in terms of teams here, uh, 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 the University of Memphis football team or the Grizzlies, it's not. It's not particularly close. I mean, I think anyone, I think we all acknowledge that. Uh, among other things, only one of them can leave. But e- even apart from that, like one is dramatically more important to the city right now than the other. Just true. So I think we all assumed that, um, well, okay, so they'll see what the Grizzlies want, and they'll try to get that number down maybe to so there's as much left over as possible, and then they'll see what there is for the Tigers, and then if they can squeeze a little more out for the st- for a soccer stadium or whatever else, uh, that's fine. Uh, for AutoZone Park, that's fine. That's not what's happening. I think we all assume that's what happened because that is, in fact, what sh- if you're doing pri- what's priorities, that's what should happen. What's most important? Lock up the Grizzlies on a 30-year lease. Get that done. Next most important. Let, let's get everything we can for the Liberty Bowl to try to get them in a, a, a much better stadium. Uh, and then we'll figure out after that. That's not what's happening. What has happened so far, to the best of my understanding is, is they've started by saying, we're going to take the $200 million and put it over here for the Tigers. 
And then let's see if we can come up with some financing plan that's going to make the Grizzlies happy. They've done it completely the reverse that anyone, where anyone would have imagined they would do it. Now, that's, it's, it's, it's easier. It's, it's, it's the money's right there. Like, the Tigers can only get the $350 million in cash. There's also income streams, tax rebate money off of money that's spent at FedEx Forum over the next 30 years, that kind of, like, that stuff's available. Other financing mechanisms is available. And so the easiest thing is just like, what do we do with this $350 million? Let's, and so what they did is they moved the Tigers to the front of the line. And they said, it, this is my understanding, my best sense of what is happening. Here's the $200 million. Now let's see if we can make the Grizzlies happy. And they haven't come up with anything that could make the Grizzlies remotely happy. But it's not that, it may well be, and if you want to go back and, and, and look at where this fell apart at the beginning, you could say, well, listen, if the Grizzlies had given them a number long time ago when they were still negotiating with the state, $450 million, whatever their number is, um, $475, whatever it is, $500, whatever it is, then they would have gone and they would ask for more or what. That's all. I, I, I can hear that. But we are where we are now. And where we are is, my understanding there's a reason, again, there's a reason that after Sam Hardiman wrote the piece about there may not be enough money for everybody, immediately in the wake of that piece, everyone at the University of Memphis was pretty, well, seems good to us. You know, they, were, they were remarkably calm. They were like, well, we're, we're pretty confident. That's true of the football coach. That's true of the AD. It's true of everybody who was asked about it over there. Well, it seems like pretty good. And it's because... The city has basically said, it's my understanding, it seems to be the way it's, you got, like, you'll hear that from Memphis people. We feel pretty confident about this from the University of Memphis. They, they're, they're giving us the money. They're approaching it not in the way you would expect if you just look at what's important, right? And to me, as much as I want good things for the University of Memphis, it's would be crazy to, to flip the priorities here in terms of what needs to be taken care of and what needs to be taken care of. You've got this one pot of money. It's not easy to get another 350 million pot, pot of money from the state. You have to make sure that as you are giving the Tigers their money, which I want to happen and soon, that you have a financing plan that also makes the Grizzlies happy. Otherwise, you're pissing off the Grizzlies, opening the door that they might leave for, let's be honest, a mid-major football team. Could you imagine if the city of Charlotte gave money to UNC Charlotte over the Hornets when the Hornets were in a position to leave after their lease? Or what? Like, Name any, uni- any big city with a major league team and a football team equivalent to the University of Memphis. It's crazy. I, I feel like I've been here. I mean, and the other thing is... You have been I, here because you said there wasn't going to be enough money like a million years ago. Yeah, I because I'm... But, but did you? I never imagined that when there wouldn't be enough money meant, okay, so we're going to take care of the Tigers and piss off the Grizzlies. Yes, I agree with you. I would have thought it would have been I the, never would have imagined No, I would have thought it would have been the opposite. Yeah, well, even when, when Sam and wrote those stories, it was like, man, God... Tigers That's are gonna, too bad for the Tigers. The Tigers are going to yeah. left hand. They're going to be the hand in the bank. I never conceived of that the, well, 
what they're going to do is take care of the Tigers and leave the Grizzlies holding the bag. Yes, I, I, I thought it would have been the opposite. And, I mean, to me, the other big issue is I feel like I would feel very different about this, and I understand that mechanically it couldn't happen this way. But if this $200 million were going to Memphis building an on-campus stadium that they'd own, I'd feel a little different. It's still just going to another It's going to another well, civic stadium. No one wanted – literally, this is an option. Here's the truth. When they announced they're going to fix up the Liberty Bowl, people are like, really? Really? Yeah. That's what you're doing? You're going to – Because it was going to be the plan. Remember the, the exploration plan? I think the plan. word was uh, lipstick on a pig. Yes. Right? Like, and it's, really? That's what we're going to do? But the reason they did it is because they can't raise any money or don't want to raise any money on their own. Correct. And then state's not going to just give you $200 million to go build an on-campus stadium. Like that, you, then you'd have all right. the other universities. You can only do it because it's a civic, because it's a municipal stadium. Correct. Now, it's funny. I get, uh, like there was someone yesterday on Twitter who was saying, well, uh, you know, we know you're the... Uh, you're in league with the Grizzlies. You just love the Grizzlies, and you uh, and you hate the University of Memphis. Let me be honest. The Grizzlies are a pain in the ass. This administration of the Grizzlies, from a media perspective, like we used to have players on, we used to have coaches on, the owner, we used to have the owner on, like. They were good to work with once upon a time. Like, they were maybe too good. Let's be honest. It's partly why they reacted the way they did. They were. Yeah, it's gr- always the overreaction. They were great to work with once upon a time. And now they're a pain in the ass. Can you remember the last time we had, like, a – we had Dylan Brooks on, like, two years – three years ago, pre-season, during that media day thing. I mean, the only time we ever have Grizzlies on, like, I'll – I'm going to have to oh, go When they want to sell tickets, we'll have Dennis O'Connor on. I love Dennis, whatever else. Right, but, but that's, that's all but you we get. Don't get like, we don't get players. We don't get players. This idea that, like, I'm, I, I find them to be very difficult and uh, to work with in a lot of ways. And honestly, I, I, it's, it's uh, it, to the extent, and, and, and in terms of the University of Memphis, they're, less, they're not as much fun to deal with either, and I lament that because – I think when you need to sell tickets, here's the difference. Because you don't really need us to sell tickets, right? Not when you got jobs. No. The Tigers kind of do, and it always always mystified me that they changed from the wide open Mike Norvell style of promotion to the But they're trying this week. Like they are trying this week. I like the ticket stuff they're doing. I thought it was good that they made the president available yesterday. It was good they made the AD available yesterday. All of that was good. Um, I simply look at this from a civic perspective. You look back at moments in Memphis sports history, like the moment they decided not that the Liberty Bowl was going to be good. The Liberty Bowl, we didn't need to build a new football stadium for to bring the NFL because the Liberty Bowl was going to be good enough. Well, Jeff, no, you forgot one key part. We built those skyboxes on the other side. <laughs> right, Remember, we, right. we, that, was, that was the this sprucing be, up. We'll figure it good out. This will be Done. good enough. They'll be satisfied. Uh, Come on. They're going to come anyway. While the two other cities in question put together plans to build brand new stadiums. And you just, you just come around and you say, oh, come on, man. Seriously? Like, we have, we have been down this road before. Can you imagine? I, I the Grizzlies don't want to leave. 
They've never mentioned leaving. They, the owner doesn't want to leave. The president doesn't want to leave. The league doesn't want him to leave. But you know what? Like someone, I was looking around yesterday. You know who left? The Lakers left. The Dodgers left. The Raiders left. The Browns left. Well, the, the Raiders Colts left, left how many times? Like, like, <laughs> like in the Warriors, end, you don't uh, open the door. If you can nail someone, if you can extend a lease and nail someone down, you go ahead and do it. You don't open the door. And I just can't believe that the city would think about, um, you know, doing this bass awkward. Now, the good news is, uh, the Jim Strickland administration had re- reached a uh, re- released a uh, made a statement yesterday and basically said, "Listen, we're we're working towards coming up with a solution that is going to quote unquote hopefully make everybody proud." That's what he said, and and of course, d- uh, you know, basically alluded to the fact that they, they they haven't stopped working on this. I presume there are you know. They're continuing to meet, continuing to talk, continuing to exchange emails, all of that about this. And it's possible that the public angst on the part of the University of Memphis, because this is honestly the first time anyone has gone, quote unquote, public with anything here. It's the U of M yesterday. Yeah. Well, in the op-ed well, Friday. Friday, Friday yeah. in the op-ed. They're, they're the ones who've like broken the seal on we got to go public and get a light of fire here. And so, and that's why you're seeing what you're seeing today uh, and yesterday and today in terms of discussion about it. But the hope is that we will look back in a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month or soon and we'll see this is just the labor pains. I hope you're correct. It's the negotiations before, yeah, this is right. I hope you're correct. I hope this is just a negotiation in which, hey, you know what? Negotiations get uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you and have they, and they, they make competing interests. They get uncomfortable. Correct. Correct. And you have competing interests, and that's just the way that negotiations go. I have legitimate concern, though, that the priorities have been oh, completely. I have, I, have, I have a legitimate concern that one of the paths will be that in the next month, they will not have come to any kind of a, even agreement in principle. You, you're not going to. Mm, you're not going to nail down every part of the next 30-year lease with the Grizzlies. You just need a, okay, <clears throat> this is a financing plan that works for us, even as it works for the, for the University of Memphis. Yes, what you've got here works for us. We'll figure out the details later. What, what, what is in front of us now works for us. What, that's what I hope will happen in the next, whatever, month, two months. What I fear will happen is there will come a moment <clears throat> when the mayor will say, we're moving forward with the Tiger part of this, and we'll figure the rest out. Correct. That would be, I've used the word before, <clears throat> reckless and if, irresponsible if you, I guess with I'll, our civic future. I'll, I'll try to be as fair as possible. And honestly, this is me playing devil's advocate. Uh-huh. If that indeed is the case, I said it yesterday and I'll say it again you better show your work about the plan to how to get the other money. This idea, well, though, that, like, we're going to save it oh, for a future us problem. Oh, no, 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 no. I, to be clear, if they show their work, <laughs> if they show their work how they plan to get the money, 
if the work adds up, the Grizzlies will have agreed to the work. If it doesn't add up, they won't have agreed to the work. It, so there's, uh, but that's, I th- that's it, a fair, fair here, point. Here's your here's your point. Yeah, because because here's you're the basically point, like, here's the point that I agree with. Because what what will what occasionally you'll hear is the Tigers have to get started on this, which they do, and so let's and then we will figure the Grizzly stuff out. Okay, if you can do that, which is to say, figure it out. Figure out a financing plan that makes the Grizzlies happy, that gets you where, where you need to go on AutoZone Park. I mean, on a FedEx Forum. If you can do that, do it now. Right. Because there's not going to be more money tomorrow. There's not going to be, you know, the uh, uh, there's not going to be another $350 million pot tomorrow. So we've had since April. <clears throat> so if you're saying we will be able to figure it out, why haven't you? Right. And if you're going, might as well do it now. Let's figure it out now before we allocate any of the money that might be needed to help figure it out. If you, if you can't figure it out before you allocate the money, that suggests to me you might not be able to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, that's when it begins the prospect of the Grizzlies heading out of town. Has this gotten personal Oh, I think every negotiation gets slightly personal. Yeah, that's probably um, fair. But I mean, I think I'm sure there's frustrations on different sides. I don't know by anything. I don't know. Uh, I guess the reason why I bring that up is I understand that like you had someone respond to you yesterday. My sense though is the overwhelming majority of people see it like we just laid out, and to me that that is a little bit alarming that that it appears that the administration's going down this path. I'm I telling you, I think, over, I, I think it's over. I think it's overwhelmingly. I think, well, I, here's the other, one thing is, is that. Do we need to fire up It's easier to give the $200 million to the Memphis Tigers than it is to have a new release with the Grizzlies. You know sure. what I mean? Because like, it's just. And if you're the mayor who is. cleaner. If you're the mayor who's running out the clock on his administration, because whatever, like it's, it, it, you want to get things done, Right. You, you want some things done. I, do I believe it's because Jim Strickland is a season ticket holder for the Tigers? I don't, honestly. No, I don't think that that's the case, but I do think this is true. I think he is more sympathetic to the Tiger football cause. I would and imagine, then, and you've heard this, I mean, Tim Buckley has reported, I think, that, that, that there's, you hear all the time, the University of Memphis talks all the time about their positive relationship with the mayor. Mm-hmm. And I think you hear about frustration between the mayor and the Grizzlies, right? I, yes. I think that's I think the mayor would like the Grizzlies to say, yes, this financing plan that you have set out for us that does not include the $200 million that go into the Tigers, that works for us. Thumbs up. Go ahead and have a triumphant press conference. Right. And they haven't done it. And they're not. And so there's, fr- so there's frustration. Right. Because at that point, everyone's acting like, that the additional revenue is essentially like money that they can spend, and that's just not really the case. Well, it is money that can be used it, it, in the same way that, that but FedEx But it's not form. cash up front, I guess is what I'm yeah. saying. You, I mean, you, you do you have bonds, and you like it's the same way FedEx Forum was paid the first time. One, one little nuance here is that, well, um, but yes, you, you, there will be, and in fairness, there is, we say $350 million, there is something more like whether the number you can't say 
you can project the number 684 million or 650 million or 600 million, but we don't really know how much it's going to be because it's contingent on how much people spend at FedEx Forum over the next 30 years. So, because it's tax rebate money. So, if the Grizzlies go into a prolonged, a losing streak and the attendance falls to 6,000 or something, then there will be much less. If they continue to win and re sign John and go win championships, then there will be more. So, you don't really know how much there is, but. That is, it's real money that can be used to help finance the stadium. It's just, I I guess the other thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit yesterday, I understand the University of Memphis yesterday, like they're making their case and I, and I, and they, they are entitled to do so. And I think it's, I think it's smart that they are doing so, but this idea of, well, if you don't give us the money now, it's going to cost more later. Well, that's true for the Grizzlies, <laughs> right? Yes, but they're good. they're not Grizzlies aren't quote unquote ready to go. They're not. It's the Grizzlies aren't. It's not hold. Yes, you can argue it's holding up the. Yeah, that, I can see that. But like, it's going to be Grizzlies more expensive. Need, yeah. Even it's going to be if well, even I, if you start five years later, it's going to be more expensive. With all due respect, your need for speed does not trump the city's need for the correct answer. Correct. And the fact that you're at the front of the line in terms of speed shouldn't put you in the front of the line in terms of priority. And if you really wanted to control everything about this, the way to have done it was to build an on-campus stadium, raise the money like most universities do. Yes. At any time in the last 20 years, 30 years, uh, and certainly two years ago when you made this decision. I'd argue 30 years. Like, part of the problem is, like, I understand all the Tiger fan frustrations about the Power Five, but, like, part of the problem is not recognizing in the 90s and the early parts of the 2000s. Like, right. you can you can roll your eyes at Louisville all you want, but, hey, they went and built the freaking stadium. Well, I mean, they you built just look the around. New arena. Look, look, like, you look, know at I mean? all, look at all of the ones who have gotten yeah. in. Cincinnati. Look at Cincinnati. Look at Louisville. Houston at built UCF, a new stadium. Look at Houston. Yeah. Look at SMU. And now some of it is because Memphis is a poor institution. Sure. Like, Memphis also has, what, 100 years of alums that it should be, if the football team matters to it and to them, they have 100 years of alums who should be able to help raise the money for a stadium. Yeah, I mean, and to me, this really goes back to, like, the Shirley Raines era. <sighs> but I, I, like, I do, I, maybe, maybe I hold out more hope than you do that they can, that we can figure out a way through. Again, I'm not saying that there's no path, but my fear is that you end up getting two half-assed things done. Well, it's funny how it works. Like, you you could argue, like, we're going to open the River Park this weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's half-assed. I don't know. I haven't been down there. Someone asked me. No, I, 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 I actually, I, I, I thought it was well done. I gave a talk the other day, and someone raised their hand, and they said, what do you think of the River Park? And... I got this vibe from the person who was asking that they hated the river park, right? It just was sort of a – the fr- question was asked in a – Is it they hate the river park or they hate they the hate river the park commission? And I said – well, I said – what I said was, how could I possibly know? I haven't been there. Like, I don't yeah. – and, and I suspected they hadn't been there either, mm-hmm. right? Usually how that works. So, but there is some thought, like, if you're trying to – ho- I, I, I think it's going to be spectacular. I don't know. I'm going to go there this weekend – but it is true when you try to do two different things, like did they, if in the end the barbecue fest and everything moves anyway, did you need to be, you know what I mean? Like when you yep. try to serve everybody, you're not always, 
One of the things, the other things is, is I feel unfortunate about all of this is one of the things that has happened in life recently is when I first moved to Memphis, there was the sense that everything Memphis did turned to crap, right? Whether it was the yeah. pyramid or the convention center or like everything it was largely that we the, did was the case against uh, was poorly Park. done, yeah. right? And then all that changed, and now everything was like everything that was done is beautifully done, and now it feels like we're assuming everything's crap again. It seems like we're back to assuming that everything's going to be crap again. It's not even necessarily that it's going to be crap. Like you have a finite amount of money. Right. And so to me, it's like an understanding. Like, granted, it's entirely different because Key Arena was super old and they right. were completely, essentially, they were gutting it and building a new arena. Yeah. That's kind of what they need to do in FedEx Forum or what they want to do at least. Right. It was over a billion dollars. Now, granted, building in Seattle's right. way more Still, expensive. It was a billion dollars. It was a billion dollars. They didn't build a new arena. They, completely gutted and redid key arena uh all right uh chris Harrington coming up next um i'm going to I'm finally going back to 